0: from was podcast i like to listen to people talk about things so here's a really good network
1: for people talking about things it's actually called the discussing network because it's people talking
2: about things enjoy
0: welcome back everyone this is discussing comics i am kyle jones and i want to start by welcoming back clarence brown clarence how are you I am doing good, man, as well as can be in this time of social distancing. So I'm I'm doing well, man. Yes, indeed. It's interesting, but cool thing with technology is we still got technology available to connect ourselves with each other. So that is really, really cool. And I also want to say welcome back to Mr. Ryan Kent. Ryan, how are you?
1: Uh, All things considered, doing pretty well.
0: Can't complain. So you had an interesting day. I'm going to put you all on the spot here. You had an interesting day on Friday, I think. Am I correct in that?
1: Well, when you've been stuck inside your house for so long, you go a little stir crazy. And when there's a wasp inside, it, you take all kinds of necessary precautions to get it out of your house. So um, th- thanks to you, I I, I met the uh, the wasp man who helped me get it out of my house.
0: <laughs> so you posted on social media. You posted this l- picture of someone looking like they were in combat mode.
1: I had every square inch of my body covered up. So yes, I think that's fair to say.
0: I, I was bored, and I couldn't resist, and I couldn't resist turning that picture into the wasp man. So that, that and you, you coined that phrase, by the way, before mm-hmm. I did but
1: i uh, uh, I love that that made that made my day that That was just the kind of thing that i we need to be doing in these in these times.
0: Well, to make you feel better, I would have been the same way. I hate flying insects and all those things. so I'd have been right there with you and interestingly enough, I really like the wasp as a comic book character,
1: yeah, yeah, I do too
0: I want to know what you guys think. you know we're talking uh, you know this is discussing comics, but of course. We also cover other media and other entertainment here. So I want to start off with a conversation, Clarence, you and I had back in 2017. And it was an episode that we did on Discussing Who, where we were still talking comic books over on that podcast. And I, point blank, pretty much said, I'm all in on Paper, I'll never go digital. And you are giving me all these different reasons of, you know, why I should do digital and the different pros and the d- different cons. It's amazing what three years can do since we recorded that because 99.9% of what I get is now digital yeah yeah man. I remember of you
2: um, not really wanting to make the switch, talking about you love the fill of the paper in your hand between your fingers, <laughs> and you were just digital curious at the time but but cer- <laughs> certainly over the the last few years I've seen you you know keep talking about you making a switch and i'm I'm kinda you know glad that you've done it. I know you are at this point, huh
0: <laughs> yeah, I really am, and it's interesting because that conversation that we had, and you know i I'm debating, and I may just go ahead and do it i may take excerpts of that and make it into a new episode kind of follow up with this episode. Cause I actually researched this episode about 20 minutes ago, listening to our conversation. And I was sitting there listening and I was like, wow, these are some pretty good points. So I think I'm going to like excerpt that into a new episode. But that said, you're right. I absolutely love the digital aspect. So, I want to turn the question to you, Ryan. Are you a digital? or Are you a paper? Or do you have a preference?
1: Um, at different points in my life, I've been I've been both. Currently on paper. I guess I I do prefer paper if I if I have the means to to make paper happen. If I live in a place with a good store and they they get comics on the weekly and everything like that. But digital's great for. I'll, I'll do digital for longer things, things that I don't want to carry a big, fat book around with me. Maybe I'll get like an omnibus in digital form so I can take my iPad with me and read, you know, my library with me wherever I go. So I'm, I, I'm kind of split, but I do prefer paper if I have
0: the choice. OK, biggest thing. And I, I I was so you three years ago and for all the years previous. But I will tell you what I like most about the digital is, number one, get it. And, you know, Comicsology is how I get mine. I go on and instead of going to the comic shop, I just cl- click the button and, you know, here's my cart automatically goes to the iPad. But they have this immersive readers that you can have this guided view that basically goes panel to panel to panel. And you, it's backlit, it's pretty, it's vibrant, it's colorful. I mean, I'm like a 100 percent in the opposite direction and where Clarence and I had the conversation years ago, I'm like totally the opposite now. Yeah. And I know there's like a, um, you know, if you're not doing it through um, paper comics,
2: there's, there's like a preservation thing that people are attached to actually having your collection <laughs> in your home and, you know, under your view and not locked up in some digital rights management. And I guess you can get around it depending on what platform you're using to, to grab your comics. But but yeah, all interesting stuff.
0: Yep, indeed. We're talking about social distancing and we're talking about being right in the midst of this Coronavirus outbreak the pandemic that's going on. So a lot of us are stuck at home and this is not just affecting the comic book industry. It's affecting entertainment. It's affecting every aspect of the world economy for that matter. So let me start off by saying, as we get into the discussion we're having for anyone listening, we understand that, that we're not getting comic books and we're not getting tv shows and we're not getting whatever the case may be not because these people who make those aren't wanting to do it it's because they can't this is in by no means disrespecting any of these industries that said ryan what do you think of the comic book distributor diamond comics basically saying we're not shipping anymore
1: unfortunately i mean i i agree with their decision i you know i, I don't know about your guys Shops, my shop is completely closed. It, it's completely closed its doors here in Illinois. Um, non-essential businesses have been kind of forced to shut their doors. So I think there's enough of those places throughout that Diamond is realizing that they can't safely distribute their books and get books to people. So uh, as painful as it is, I, I kind of agree with what Diamond did.
0: Mm. Clarence, let me ask you this. Do you think as, so let's just take DC and Marvel, because uh, those are the Big two. Do you think they should continue releasing their digital copies or their digital single issues every week? And then later when Diamond begins distributing again, send those print copies out? Or do you think they should hold the digital? I don't think they should hold it.
2: You know, unfortunately, we're in the middle of this pandemic, but... I think when you look at any shift from one platform to another, from um, you know CDs to MP3s in the cloud and digital uh, music services, I mean, it always takes something that causes that shift, whether it be you know Napster or <laughs> or piracy or some other thing. I I think it's the right move just to keep pushing, man, because this is where things are moving anyway. And then if you have those people that are still still hardcore. And want those books later, they can, you know, once everything is settled down, they can push the issues out. But I just think it's where everything is moving. And then you have the added advantage of a comic book artist probably can work from anywhere. <laughs> I know the ones we personally know work from home. So, right. yeah, there's there's no need really other than the convenience of all of these creators getting in a room and hashing storylines out, which can be done online. So I, I really see no reason to halt Um, the
0: process at this point. So it's funny that you brought that up because I actually reached out to our friend Dietrich the other day and was talking to him and asked, you know, how is this impacting him? And he was basically continuing to work. You know, he's got projects that he's working on and he's able to continue working on his projects because he's still in the creation mode, you know, right now. So you're right. but But even with people who are we're doing X-Men or something.
2: They're at home. Definitely ultimately sucks for the retail distributors because they are basically the middleman. You know, you can make the same argument as far as digital in general and the comic book shops. But we're at a time now where it's just not feasible for retail across the board, whether it be comics or, you know, any any yeah. retailer, restaurants or whatever. To, to not be open and people coming through there. And then you have like COVID lifespan on paper. And it's so many different things that are really pushing us in this direction.
1: You know, a lot of these creators that, uh, you know, artists, writers, inkers, colors, letters, what have you, some of them are exclusive to Marvel and DC, but a lot of them get paid when they do work for these people. And if you cease, you know, all this uh, distribution to digital as well, then those th- that that's a whole industry of people who basically aren't going to be getting a paycheck. So if we want to keep you know keep these people food on these people's tables, I think that uh, that Clarence is right that keeping pushing digital is unfortunately what has to happen.
2: Mm, that's an excellent point about the you know <laughs> to keep food on their table and keep them working. Uh,
1: yeah, they're not salaried employees. You know, they get paid yeah. for the book per per. A lot of them are on pay rates. You know, per page that you do so. Yeah. I, I definitely sympathize with them right now too.
0: And and you know, the sad part about that is with Diamond having the monopoly, and it's so amazing that they were able to become the sole distributor of all major comic book retailers, and I, I I'm still, you know, twenty years later trying to wrap my mind around how they're they were able to finagle that. They being DC, I believe, can go i'm just using dc as an example they can go and do the trade paperback or the the collected you know versions but a single issue they can't go to another company and say we want you to ship the single issues they can go and say we want you to ship this trade paperback of issues one through six but it's got to be through diamond that they do the single issues
2: yeah, I'd I, I bet they had they they offered a deal that the comic book companies couldn't refuse, because if you were to look at that today, there are definitely uh, different avenues to for distribution. I mean, you think Amazon, they could distribute comics, you know. Yeah, they probably offered a deal so sweet that these
0: uh, comic book shops couldn't turn down. True, 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 true. The only thing I would add to that is every comic shop owner that I've talked taught- to, and all the cities, you know, are the two cities that I've lived in the last 20-something years. Since that time, I've never heard any of them say, we love Diamond Comics distributors. It's always, you know, I have a head. And, Ryan, do you hear the same thing?
1: Across the industry, and I don't know anything. I'm not versed in this personally, but I haven't heard a good thing about Diamond ever from a from you know, the industry people from the, like you said, the comic book shop owners, I, I feel like Diamond has a lot of uh, a lot of people who aren't fans throughout the industry.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree. Let's kind of transition into some other mediums. And particularly, we're seeing movies left, right, center, up, down, sideways, either go straight to digital and or be delayed so my question is going to be, and Ryan, I'm going to propose this one to you first. Would you rather a movie be delayed or would you rather the movie be released, but released digitally?
1: For the kind of movies that we're talking about, I would rather wait. These are the kinds of movies that I want to go and I want to see in a theater. That still has some, some meaning to me. I love comic book movies in a theater, you know, kind of big tentpole movies in a, in a theater. If it's smaller stuff, you know, like last year, The Irishman was a big success straight to netflix you know smaller things like that i i can get behind watching in my home but um you know i i last year at this time we were getting ready for avengers endgame and that wouldn't have been the same experience if i watched it in my living room as it was with me and all my friends watching it on a big imax screen so i'll take the delays uh, when it comes to these big tentpole movies
2: i don't know i i think we should I'm, I'm not totally against day and date i think if you offer it if you offer it for a 60 bucks or like you do a pay-per-view. I'm fine with that. But I think that this is kind of just where we're moving. Now you have to add on top of that, like, like Ryan mentioned the experience of going to the movie theater and seeing the big blockbuster movie. So I don't know how well movie theaters have been doing lately. I mean, I know the, the movies have been making a lot of money, but I don't know as far as the theaters, how they're doing. And you see theaters uh, pivoting to to do all types of things to get people in seats, uh, uh, offering food and beverage, beer, <laughs> things like that, uh, while you watch your movies. Assigned so, seating. Yes, yeah, assigned seating, uh, you know, get your ticket early and all this other type of stuff. So it's – the movie theaters themselves definitely – I think (laughs) we're already in a pretty compromising position, but added to that, you know, again, like we're talking about uh, outside force that shifts the industry. uh, How will they survive? They survive a year from now with no movies in the theater across the nation. I mean, how do you come back from that?
0: Yeah. I find myself somewhere in the middle there. You know, there is the experience to some degree of seeing it on the big screen. The flip of that is as, you know, some of the listeners, if you've been with us for a while, you may have heard me mention that, you know, I'm hearing impaired. I wear hearing aids and whenever I'm watching television, I watch closed captioning. And I know that theaters have the little boxes that you can get where you can see the closed caption. I've never done that, but I, I'm an Apple freak, so I have the I, the AirPods or whatever the the earbud things, and everything I watch on television now, if I'm watching it through the Apple TV, I'm I've got the you know the earphones in. So I personally kind of would like having you know a movie where. I'm seeing a brand new movie, seeing wonder woman come out and I'm listening to it first through and not having to worry about the closed captioning. Cause I've got it right in my ears. So that's good. That would be kind of cool.
2: But, but now it does, I will admit that it takes uh, away a lot of the, what's the word I'm looking for the anticipation, the, the awe of actually seeing the big blockbuster movie and movie star. I mean, what does it do to the movie star when they're not in movies? You know, it just feels different. It just feels different. So, yeah, I don't I don't know how we're going to handle that if if it does shift. And, you know, we have to deal with it for now. And I do think it will bounce back in other direction once theaters open back up. But, yeah, I I do think I still like the idea of seeing the big blockbuster superstar (laughs) movies which pretty much is all the Marvel movies in
0: theaters uh so yeah it's it's kind of a weird position to be in yep you know and Ryan I think you said it best where you said that there's something about going there and seeing it with your friends and there's just you know even if you're in the your home watching it even if you're cheering at whatever's happening I'm thinking about you know Endgame when all the heroes come back spoilers not in game. In, was it in game the yeah, in yeah, game is the last one. game, But you said How dare
2: you spoil the movie cow? How yeah. dare you?
0: Darn it. <laughs> I could have said Superman versus Batman, but there would have been nothing to spoil because there was nothing to watch. So anyway. Amen. <laughs> but a couple of things that I do know has been delayed, which is Black Widow. That has been delayed indefinitely. Wonder Woman has as of right now been pushed back to August. Big thing that is a surprise to everyone, considering that this movie, I think, was supposed to come out in 2016 or 2017. New Mutants has been delayed again. This
1: movie cannot catch a break.
2: <laughs> yeah, just cut your losses and put that on Disney Plus or whatever Fox services is, is out there. I mean, at this point.
1: Wasn't that supposed to be released even before Disney announced buying Fox? Oh, like, yes. Like, so that's how long ago that was.
0: So we have been doing this thing called the most anticipated movies of whatever year it is. And we started, I believe, in 2017. So we've been doing it for four years. And if I'm not mistaken, this list that we do with our friend Sergio from a Reality Breach podcast, we've been doing that every year. And that movie has been on that list for four years. of i know three and i think four years yeah cut your losses yeah (laughs) just put it on disney plus another movie now this one has gone directly to digital bloodshot which i'm sorry i just don't think that had a big drawing anyway do you guys have any thoughts on that were you planning on going to see bloodshot in theaters
2: yeah, that's one of the ones. uh I don't know a lot of backstory about this character, but, but that's one of the ones I think just would have did okay, even if it would have came out with normal people going and filling seats. So I, I don't know. I think that was one that just it could have went to digital <laughs> from the very beginning, in my opinion. I don't know. But then again, you have to look it is Vin Diesel and he's a huge movie star. So who knows?
1: No no disrespect to the character or any of his fans or, you know, I feel like I'm just not in quite the right age group to have ever grown up around Valiant or anything Valiant's really ever done. So I don't really have any connection to that character. And the movie didn't look super uh, entertaining, at least for my sensibilities.
0: Another thing that I have seen recently in the past week, the final episode of The Walking Dead season that's currently going on will be pushed back to later in the year because some of the production had not finished. So I'm curious, are there any other TV shows that you guys have seen where there's news that they have been delayed or postponed or something like that?
2: None that I am aware of. You know, I think we are, we already view TV, I'm all little quotes here, in such a disjointed fashion. So really, I'm never waiting for, you know, fall to come and the new season of something to come out. It's, it's whether it be only in the cases where it's something like Doctor Who or Star Trek, but everything else, I'm pretty not, I'm really not following when it, when it drops because there's always so much to see. So I don't know. What about you guys?
1: This is all pure speculation, but there's I I would have to imagine there's no way we're going to get another season of The Mandalorian this year or, you know, within the net within a a year from today, I would even say because I know that they hadn't quite started production on that. And there's no way to fast track it now. So I think a lot of those kinds of stuff, the Disney plus kind of shows are going to be delayed. But again, that's all speculation on my end.
0: Yep. I think your speculation is spot on because I think, and normally I would be throwing a fit over this, but for this time, I understand it because I've seen reports that the filming for Doctor Who series 13 will not begin in, until spring or early, you know, 2021 because of production being pushed back, which means that it will probably be early 2020. Two before we get series thirteen, and again, I'm okay with that because this is something they can't control yeah what what's so interesting about this whole
2: ordeal is if you have a digital show that's coming out right now, it is the one of the best times ever because oh, you yeah. have Eyeballs out the wazoo. <laughs> it's, I mean, everybody's going to see your sh- your show if you have if it has any type of following. So it's kind of weird that it's the perfect time to have a new show, but you can't really shoot one. So yeah, if if you have one in a coffer, you know, ready to release, it's probably going to do pretty pretty well right now.
1: Right. Look what happened with that Tiger King show. It felt like that yeah. show was just just because it was released <laughs> at the right time, it took over the world this week. I don't yes. know anyone who wasn't watching that.
0: Okay, Well, I wasn't. So tell me about it. What, yes, I haven't seen it either. So but what's I've heard the, what's the about thing about this? Oh, my this?
1: goodness. It's, it's a seven-episode documentary series. We actually watched it in two days. It was so fascinating. But it's about this guy who lives in Oklahoma and breeds and big cats like lions and tigers and has a big farm of them. And there's a plot to kill somebody. And some money had exchanged hands, and just the cast of characters is pretty wild. It's it's a really entertaining seven hours of entertainment for anyone out there who hasn't watched it yet.
0: Is it true, or is it a documentary? Oh,
1: it's true. No, it's it's he started making the documentary in like 2016, and during the filming, one of the cast members, if you call it that, one of the subjects of the documentary hired someone else to kill another member of it. So it kind of documents
0: the whole thing.
2: Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, and he's not Ezekiel, Kyle. It's not Ezekiel.
0: Yeah. Darn it. I, I, well, I like Ezekiel. Another thing that I have noticed is, you, you know, this is another way of showing how weird the reality we live in right now. You know, even NBA is shut down. The NBA is. There's no basketball going on. There's no March Madness. There's ghouls are out. I mean, all of this stuff. And you're right it, about the consumption of the entertainment that we're we're getting because i don't think it's happened in america yet but i was seeing that in the uk netflix and amazon prime things like that they're lowering the resolution kind of throttling it down simply to stand bandwidth because there's so many people watching right now
2: yeah yeah it's definitely true yeah, I, f- I find it fascinating. All of the, the the sports people, you know, you love to watch, you know, old series and old, you know, championship runs and things like that. I mean, it's crazy that there's no new sports. I can, I that's just almost unimaginable.
1: Yeah, it, it's wild. I'm I'm personally like I I I love not just sports, but NBA is actually my favorite favorite sport to watch. And I was watching the night when they on, on live TV basically announced that. A player has it, and then four minutes later, we're shutting down the entire season. Definitely. Wow. And that's when, that's honestly when this whole thing became real to me because, you know, obviously lives and all that kind of stuff is super important. And the sports is one's a very, very, very small aspect about what's going on right now. But when you know that they're turning away basically billions of dollars for it, that's when yep. I was like, okay, people are starting to take this very seriously.
2: Yeah, we just got to hope our economy can bounce back, man, because so many vectors have been hit. You know, just the hospitality industry alone, um, getting people in seats, getting people out to restaurants, at sporting events, in stores—it's—it's it's really
0: wild, man. And you know, it's—it's it's interesting because sitting at home, I've noticed that yes, it's we're we're at home, it's social distancing to keep yourself safe, of course, and that's the right thing to do. But it kind of makes you reevaluate or, or not necessarily reevaluate. Maybe that's not the right word. But remember, remember of making connections with people and, you know, reaching out because you're you're almost yearning for that. And I, and I, I guess I'm speaking for myself here, but it's almost like you're wanting that connection with people. So I guess this is a good time to remember to stay connected to people. So tell me real quick before we wrap this up, what are some things that you guys have done? If you were to suggest to someone listening how they could find entertainment or something while they're isolated from everybody else and distancing from everyone, Ryan, what are some of the things that you found yourself doing in the last week that may be something that you don't normally do that you've kept yourself entertained with?
1: Well, I was trying, I was looking for things to do that weren't, you know, looking at a screen or, you know, more movies, more video games, that kind of thing. So I actually pulled out as a, as a paper comic guy, I pulled out all of my comics from storage, which I think I rough estimate about five or 6,000 and I reorganized them completely top to bottom. So that's what I spent the last week of my life doing.
0: Awesome. awesome. So Clarence, what about you? What's something that you've done in the last week that has been the result of this social distancing? So I got one out there
2: for everybody listening to try. If you have a friend, no matter where that friend is, I'm sure you both have smartphones. So I don't know what, well, if you're into photography at all, or you like seeing cool pictures, there are a bunch of photo challenges or photography challenges that you can look at online, you know, just Google that. And they'll have like a 30 day list of different things to try to capture for a certain day. So if you do have a friend, chances are they have a smartphone like you do. You can have, no matter where they are, you can have these photo challenges with things in your house and then you can get together and compare your pictures and, you know, ask about technique and things like that. So that's one of the things I did. But also uh, I'm aiming to to uh, create better content as a content creator. So that's kind of the things I'm focus on focusing on right now. What about you, man?
0: One of the things that I have done in the last week in this extra time that we've had is almost around the being a better content creator, Clarence, is I've been kind of thinking the same thing that, uh, of where you are, is making sure that I'm up to date, I'm using the right techniques for audio, learning how to better utilize my voice as to speaking, projecting, all that good stuff. and you know, just trying to learn, maybe it's kind of like learning new skill. And that's where I'm saying about my voice is to strengthen it a little bit. So just trying to be productive in this time, I guess. And that's always a good thing. So gentlemen, before we wrap up, I want to ask you one last question. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we do our final wrap up? And Clarence, I'll let you go first. Anything else before we wrap up? Uh, nothing
2: really, but just try to stay connected as much as possible. You know, um, you might can't go see your parents, but you should, you know, FaceTime them or hit them up on Duo or, or Facebook uh, chat or whatever. Just make sure you're staying connected. If you can't. If you can't video chat them, make sure you call them. And that's to like all of your family members. Check in on folks. That does a lot, although it doesn't seem like much, but it also is a lot for you as a person that may be sitting at home by yourself or seeing the same two people all day. You know, it does a lot too, even though you're not having that physical interaction, you are having that verbal and that social interaction still by, by calling somebody or, or voice chatting them.
0: Yeah kind of like our friend Lee Shackelford often says, you must remain connected. So Ryan, what about you?
1: I'm totally gonna agree with Clarence. I think that's a great way to, to try to keep those connections with people right now. I'll also say just kind of in a similar vein, just kind of carry yourself with a little bit more, try to carry yourself with a little bit more grace and patience with people right now. Everyone's kind of struggling with the same things right now. So I think it's very important to just kind of Remember that, you know, different industries, different people you talk to on the phone, everyone's kind of going through this together. So ha- have some patience with people, have some understanding with people, help out people where you can.
0: The thing that I would add to that is, you know, for everyone listening, you know, this is a stressful time. This is not a fun time. I mean, it's, it's very stressful. It, it is not about politics. It's everyone is in this all around the world and whatever you can do to find yourself some peace, to find yourself some positivity. Look for the positive. Look for the connections with people. Like what both of these gentlemen said, find that. Don't let this get you down. There will be a brighter tomorrow. We will be back talking happily and i'll be hating on x y and z and abc and one two three and just loving every minute of it but yeah just look for the positive because it is out there we just have to stay together and find it so gentlemen let's wrap up and i want to say ryan kent you have an instagram feed that i am always wanting to hear about and can't wait to see more on so what's the instagram feed that you have
1: You can find me, as always, on Comic Book Classics, Um, coming back strong in the next couple of weeks with a lot of posts. So make sure you follow me.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And Clarence, where else can you be found on the Internet? Yeah, so now
2: that the Picard season is wrapped up, uh, definitely check out what we've been doing on our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com slash Discussing Trek. And there's going to be more content going up there, so there's going to be more talking head content more of the normal youtube style videos rather than us just posting our podcast there like we've been doing lately but definitely
0: uh stay locked into
2: youtube.com slash discussing trek
0: all right so i will point everyone to a podcast endeavor or ...that I have been a part of over the last week or so. It is called Listen, Rant, Repeat. And basically, it is just a minute per episode or 40 seconds per episode... ...because we have to wash our hands a lot. And it's something that people can listen to and wash their hands and listen to another episode. It's random episodes, totally fun. And it is called Listen, Rant, Repeat... And I get to play a character in one of those podcasts or one of those episodes. So that was a lot of fun. And it is something we can do to keep ourselves safe and clean and, you know, safe and healthy, I should say. So, gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for joining me and for everyone listening. Stay safe. And we will be back next time. You've been listening to The Discussing Network. Find out more at discussingnetwork.com.